choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, what up, what up, what up? This is Kells at KMGZ. I'm back. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Radio, episode 146. Hey, so listen. It's been a stressful week, stressful life, so... I usually map these episodes out really tight. This one is going to be kind of loosey-goosey, so just bear with me here. I'm going to touch on everything, but I don't. I just didn't have the time to prepare, y'all. I've been going through it, y'all. Pray for me. But I got some rounds in the chamber, so pray for them, too. I'm hoping, like, they come through, because I ain't going into details. But, like, well, I'll I'll tell y'all a little bit. So, um, I I think I told y'all recent. Well, I don't know. It's been a minute now, and I changed jobs. and And, and... I mean, I'm glad I changed jobs because I didn't like the old thing I was doing, but it was when I took it, when when it was going through the process, it was a couple of little things that I should have paid more attention to. I thought were a little odd and I should have paid more attention to, but I was like, eh, hope for the best. It'll be okay. But those things are coming now back around now to bite. Like when you do clownery, the clownery comes back. So it's coming back. So I've been a little bit of stress, but you know, just, yeah, that's that's enough detail. But just know, just when when it's all over, I'll explain it to y'all more, and then y'all will understand perfectly. But you know, I went in it and went into it on promises made by the guy who I interviewed and agreed to work for, and then like two days after I took the offer, he left basically. So he, my second day at work, he left to go to another job, and um, the reasons why he did that, I mean, he kind of told me a little bit, but the reasons why he did that have become apparent to me now, so um, yeah, that's, I'll tell y'all the whole skinny, but just, just, just no, pray for your girl, because ugh, Alright, so, let's get started, uh, yours and negritude, I didn't even think about, this how stressed out I've been, but, oh, no, duh, let's give it to the Villanova Wildcats for winning the NCAA championship, now, um, you know, Philadelphia, hey, we city of champions, hey, we got the Super Bowl champs, the Sixers made the playoffs, Villanova, uh, NCAA champs, and, and a couple of y'all trying to act like y'all didn't know, look, if you didn't, Villan, this is a second championship in, like, I think, five years, I can't remember the last one they won and one, if you didn't know Villanova's in Philadelphia, you must not watch sports or I don't know, you must turn on tournament that's like, Villanova is is a, it's, it's in the suburbs of Philly and you get these people, oh that's not a Philly school it definitely is a Philly school born and raised in Philadelphia, let me tell you what the Philly schools are they are Temple University they are the University of Pennsylvania they are Drexel University and they are LaSalle University and they are Villanova they're also Penn State, but Penn State is way up in upper, up, upstate Pennsylvania, but it's still a Philly school because, like, I think, like, 90% of, or that might be a little high, like, 80, a high percentage of students are from Philadelphia area. It's only two metropolitan areas in Pennsylvania. There's Philadelphia and there's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, they go to Pitt and different places. I mean, I guess they go to Penn State, too, but Penn State got a lot of campuses. But the main, you know, child molesting happy, uh, happy Valley campus is also a Philadelphia school, but it's not in Philadelphia. Villanova is literally, literally 10 minutes outside of the city. If you go to City Line Avenue, you cross City Line Avenue, you drive for three blocks, you're at Villanova. It's a Philadelphia school. Many of the people that I graduated high school with went to Villanova. My my early, one of my, my earliest, actually, yes, well, second earliest. The first, my earliest sports memory I have is when 1980, when the Phillies won the uh, World Series. That was my earliest sports memory. My second sports memory is, I think it was 83, whatever year it was, when Villanova beat Georgetown. Villanova was a strong underdog. That's when Georgetown was Georgetown. You know, niggas might not know, but back in the day, Georgetown was like, it. Georgetown was like the, 
I don't know, like the Kentucky or I don't know, the UNLV, like now the teams are a little different, like it's not, you don't really have the dynasties like you had back then, but Villa, Georgetown back then was it, and Villanova beat them in the championship, I remember as soon as they did, everybody ran in the, out in the street, so Villanova is a Philly school, if you think it's not, you don't know what you're talking about, Villanova is closer to Philadelphia than Queens is to Manhattan, that's a Philadelphia school, shout out to them for winning NC. I ha- I didn't fill a bracket out this year, because I just didn't, because the last fucking four or five years, my bracket's been busted by, like, second round, like, fuck this, I ain't gonna fill one out, I ain't gonna waste my time, and mine's, my, actually, my brackets would've, well, no, because I picked, I picked Villanova to win, so, most of my brackets probably would've been broken, but I would've still won, like, because I picked the, um, I picked, um, Villanova, um, smoothing and moves by Villanova, so, shout out to them, NCAA National Championship, Eagle Super Bowl Championship, Philadelphia is now City of Champions, usually, this is when niggas come flying in from stage left, talking about, ah, y'all still ain't got no Super Bowl, oh, but we do, so, shut the fuck up, I don't know what you gonna say, don't say nothing, shout out, Villanova Wildcats, alright, now, into current events, so, um, where I want to start at, let's start with, alright, well yeah, let's start with the quick thing, um, oh, actually, let's start with this, because it's related to the, uh, yours and Necker too, so UConn, so, I don't know if y'all know, I really haven't, t- I played ball in high school, played in college, um, and when I was, when I, when I was coming out of high school, actually, the team, the, the team to go to, like, the, the main women's teams back then were, um, University of Tennessee, Pat Summit. University of Virginia, they were really good back then, that's where Dawn Staley played, um, UNC, University of North Carolina, that's where, um, Marion Jones played on their team, they were the good, um, women's team, and UConn was just starting to build, UConn, back when, excuse me, back when I was in high school, they won, I think, cause me and Diana, me and Diana Taurasi are close to age, and I remember the first, or it was either the first or second, championship they won with her, so, but they were just starting to come up, at that time it was still very much Tennessee, Tennessee had won like 8, 9, 10 in a row, like, and, and UConn, whenever UConn would win, they were basically breaking up Tennessee, so, um, but I never was a huge Tennessee fan, like, I respected them, but I just, I don't know, I just never was, like, I liked UVA, cause Dawn Staley, cause she was Philadelphia, she played on there, but I liked UConn, because I just like that they like again they would they they were the team that came through like nobody was beating Tennessee Tennessee was beating everybody but UConn every now and then would come through and beat them so I like UConn at that time UConn was the upstart team they was a team that was like hey these these they beat UConn kind of like I don't know whoever would beat the Lakers like you'd be a fan of them right back in the day when the Lakers was winning all that or the Celtics whatever that was UConn so I've always been a fan of UConn I like the way they play I like the way I just they. They send a lot of people to the pros. Diana Taurasi is my favorite WNBA player of all time. I love Dawn Staley. I like Teresa Weatherspoon. I was a two-guard, so I tend to gravitate toward guards. Um, but Ty- Diana Taurasi, like, is my favorite of all time. If you don't know who she is, you should Google her. She's a little white Italian girl, but, like, yo, the girl can ball. The girl can ball. Um, but UConn, they, last, they lost last year. They lost again this year, a last minute to Notre Dame. Look, I know a lot of people don't you like UConn. They say it's bad for the game because they win all the time. Whatever. I think that's dumb. I like teams that win. If you good and you and you can win year after year after year, hey, that means you that's a testament to how good your program is, to how you can recruit the best talent, how people want to come play for you. I don't have a problem with that. Um, but these past couple years, like the past UConn teams that used to win, I don't know, they used to be more diverse, like used to have the inner city kids and the suburban kids, now I feel like they're so big and they're so popular that they kind of they, they being maybe too picky, like I think y'all need to go back to the inner city, because that Notre Dame team, like they was hungry, that girl to hit them shots, hit them shots, you know, like, I mean, y'all gonna be back, it's UConn, UConn is a dynasty, if they never go away for long, but, you know, I'm tired of y'all losing, man. I I know, I know a lot of people don't like, oh, you kind of we blow people out. I don't care. I love it. I love it. So can y'all please get back to recruiting properly so y'all can get back to blowing people out? Because Notre Dame, if you voting for Notre Dame, you the motherfucking feds. Because I hate that motherfucking team. I don't like Skylar Diggins. Skylar Diggins has been made the face of WNBA and Rock Nation and all that. She ain't even that good. All right? So Candace Parker and Brittany, um, Griner and and Diana and and it's a lot of players that are better than than um 
than um fucking Skylar Diggins, but she gets all the press and all the you know all the attention because of how she looks, and I don't like that shit. And and she's insufferable. Now Notre Dame one, she's gonna be talking shit all year. I just like for her to sit her ass down when they they lost to the UConn last time. She was on the sideline crying. Like anyway, I just wanted to mention it. Like UConn, get it together because I I don't I don't like this shit, man. I need y'all to be winning and dominating. Um, alright, so move on, so Roseanne Reboot, I haven't watched it, ain't gonna watch it, I seen the reviews, I mean, I think, when I knew she was a Trump voter, I was like, I'm not watching it, all the write-ups that people have watched, it was like, hey, look, it's funny, it's very well written, but I'm just not gonna watch it, because, you know, we are, like, we tired of hearing the Trump perspective, we know, we know, like, y'all done elected this clown, we understand, like, like, we don't want to hear it, like, I'm tired of hearing from Trump people, like, it's enough, y'all 30% in the country, let's hear from the people who didn't vote for Trump, let's hear from the people who wanted to move the country forward, let's hear from the people that's being affected by these fucking bitch-ass policies, these bitch-ass niggas putting in, like, enough with the Trump voters, so, I liked, um, sorry, I got my drink, I liked, um, I watched Roseanne when it first came on, I mean, I wasn't, like, a huge fan, like some people are claiming, but I did watch it, and I liked the show, but, um, I'm not watching it this time around, so, y'all got that one, I'm, I'm good on it, I noticed that the ratings from the premiere are down, I think they said this week, 12 or 13 million people watched it, 18 million people watched it, the preview, so 5 are down, I'm interested to see how the ratings go, ratings go as, as the show goes on, because I'm pretty sure most of those people in the first week were training, tuning in to see what it was, now there's even less, and I wonder as it goes on, what's gonna, uh, um, happen, I, I don't know, um, I'm sure white people will watch it, because white people think that, you know, this whole thing is just a difference of opinion, because they're not affected by the policies, and they're not, you know, they're gonna be alright, so they think it's just a, a matter of opinion, the rest of us think it's some bullshit, and y'all trying to send us back to the 1950s and take away our rights, and just erase all of the fucking progress that we fought and bled and died for, because they shut down the, you know, the coal factory, so you know, I won't be watching it, so that's about all you need to say about that also, I should probably let y'all know, I don't know how long this show gonna be, cause um, again I didn't have time to plan, and Part of not having time to plan is the Genghis Kicks um, section. I'm going to have to wing it a little bit, but y'all bear with me. All right. Um, the, fuck the snow. It's spring. Snow's supposed to be over. Where's the weather? I mean, it's New York City. We kind of don't get a spring. It kind of just go from cold to hot, but, I mean, come on, man. The other day was it Monday, I, I'm laying in bed, and I actually was sleeping pretty good, because I heard, like, the, you know, I don't know, some of y'all sleep really well in the rain, so I heard, like, this moisture, but I thought it was just rain, I was like, okay, it's raining, cool, I slept really well, the alarm went off, and I hit my snooze a few times, and I finally get up, and I look on out my window, and I see the screen is like white, and I'm like, is that snow? The fuck? So then I go to my radiator, um, my air conditioner gauge, which is the air conditioner on the other window, and that's how I tell how, if, how much snow it is, and I look, and it was three inches of snow piled up on that motherfucker, I'm like, wait a minute, this is real snow, and I don't recall hearing anything about a snowstorm, I don't really, I check the weather in the morning to see, like, you know, if I need long johns or an umbrella or whatever, but most times I just look out the window, like, I don't watch motherfucking news, I ain't know, so maybe they did say it was snow coming, but everybody seemed to be taken by surprise, and I, I checked the weather app, like, probably the day before, and I don't remember seeing no snow, so, fuck snow, where is spring, I'm, I, I, I gotta, I don't know, man, I gotta put this plan in motion, like, I love New York, but, like, it's too expensive, and, you know, I gotta, I gotta make some moves, and it's just, I'm tired of grinding, man, I wanna go somewhere and just relax and be comfortable, I'm tired of grinding it out, like, Jesus Christ, I make a lot of money, but, like, y'all niggas know, like, you, you, you make six figures in New York City, you might as well just not be making nothing, like, it don't really go nowhere, so, yeah, um, what else, old girl that caught, so, Friday, Saturday night, I was minding my business, I was on Twitter, minding my business, and some, like, photo of Chris Brown came through, now, I don't know if y'all seen Chris Brown lately, but he don't look good, his cheeks are sunken, he's skinny, he don't, he look like he doing drugs, right, he just doesn't, he just not look good, and some photo came through, and all, I, I just retweeted, and was like, oh, he look, and it was like a photo from a bad angle, it made him look like he had a stomach, it's just a bad photo, and I was like, oh, he looks terrible, and so one of y'all fucking baby mamas 
just jumped all in my mentions out of nowhere, called me a, that's why you look like Fat El DeBarge, and I'm like, wait a minute, all I said was he looks terrible, it was a terrible picture, and then my, like, my next tweet was like, you know, Chris used to be so handsome or whatever, sis came for my neck, sis came for my neck, she was a Chris Brown stan, she was not having none of me calling her man ugly, so, you know, whoever you are, fuck you, but actually, you know, <laughs> that shit had me dying, Fat L DeBarge had me dying for like, I laughed at that shit for like 20 minutes, cause I was like, yo, I ain't never been called no fucking L DeBarge, let alone a Fat L DeBarge, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I kinda do look like Fat L DeBarge, <laughs> I thought that's <laughs> That shit was funny. And it's better than Young M.A. Y'all niggas stay calling me fucking Young M.A. When they did that, what do I, what, what do I look like I do thing? I did that like, like two years ago. I never again. You niggas was calling me Young M.A. for two days. That is fucking corny. I, look, I know some of y'all find Young M.A. attractive. I do not, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Except for when y'all telling me I look like her. Because I don't think I do at all. I mean, she ain't ugly, but I just, I don't find her attractive. I think she's one of them people that just light skin, um, but like, yeah, like, I don't, and I, and like, I just want to say, on the day of, on the anniversary of Martin Luther King's death, that all light-skinned people do not look alike, I'm tired of y'all telling me I look like Mariah Carey, I'm tired of y'all telling me I look like Alicia Keys, I'm tired of y'all telling me I look like Young and May, just, and it, just grab a light skin, who she look like, um, Rachel Dole is out, like, cut it out, we do not all, and white-skinned people, Y'all, it be your own people. Y'all the worst ones. We have a terror. We can need to stick together, okay? And we are horrible at it. Everybody, we just throw each other the bus so quick. Just, just pick me, niggas. Like, oh, brown skins calling me. Like, cut it out. We gotta stick together, man. We ain't got nobody out. They calling us waffle, yellow, all this bullshit. Like, we gotta keep st- stick together, all right? Like they do. We just power in numbers. That's all I'm saying. I don't let you know, motherfucking young and Stop calling me that shit. Alright, all light-skinned people do not look alike, I do not look like the, whatever random light-skinned person you can think, motherfucking, when I was in the Marine Corps, when I first cut my hair, white dude, you look like motherfucking Halle Berry, I do, first of all, what are you talking about, why, cause we both mix, I look nothing, like Halle Berry would jump out the window if you told her she looked like me, okay, cut the shit, I do not look like Halle Berry, I'm just light-skinned, oh god, so, yeah, um, Old girl called me Fat Elder Bars, which is funny. I changed my, <laughs> I changed my Abby for a little bit. <laughs> that shit. But ain't, it was like mad late, so a lot of people missed it. So they were like, why? I got tired of explaining why my Abby was Elder Bars, so I changed it back. But if not for that, my shit would still be Elder Bars joint. That shit was funny. But fuck you. Um, so, apparently, um, Safari was robbed at gunpoint. Now, I don't listen to, I barely listen to The Breakfast Club. I only listen to it because I ain't paying for serious radio and it's the only thing that's on in the morning. Um, but apparently he went to the Angie Martinez show, right? Like fresh off of a, of a armed, um, robbery and broke down talking about it. And people was like trying to clown him and saying it was fake and he was snitching first of all, listen, y'all kids with that snitching shit, get the fuck out of my face, snitching, snitching is when you and somebody else have done a crime, or y'all have committed some offense or whatever, and you get caught, and instead of just doing the time or taking the consequences for what you did, you decide to make it easier on yourself, you're gonna tell on the other the other people that they ain't catch, or the other people that they ain't have as much evidence on you gonna give them the evidence they need to throw them people in jail too, to lighten your time that's snitching, that is what snitching is, that's the definition of snitching, that's why criminals don't like it, cause it's like, yo we all out here criminals, we all chose our life, we all know what we doing, but if you get knocked you gotta take the consequences, you can't be trying to now you a gangster until you get caught now you wanna tell on everybody, that's snitching, all this other shit, fucking reporting crimes that are committed against your person, that's not snitching, okay, we ain't in cahoots, we ain't robbing a, a bank together, I was minding my business, you came up and put a gun to my head, Goddamn right, I'm pointing that Mr. Officer, him there, yes, him, and I will testify, that's not snitching, cut that shit out, somebody robbed that man at gunpoint, and he told him, you know, what he needed to tell him to get a call, you a fucking criminal, you wanna be a criminal alright, do better, because part of you supposed to get away with it, you you did a dumb robbery I'm, I, I recognize you, so you going to jail 
that's the first thing, he's not a snitch, shut up, that shit is dumb, I've always thought it was dumb, I can't stand it, I can't fucking stand it, it's just like, you motherfuckers are barely criminals, just so y'all the dumbest motherfucking criminals ever, y'all motherfuckers walk up in places, video cameras with no mask, y'all leave y'all fucking fingerprints, DNA every goddamn where, y'all texting the evidence, like y'all the worst fucking criminals in the world, don't nobody need to snitch to catch y'all, and then y'all wanna turn around and call somebody snitches, like y'all motherfucking John Dillinger or somebody in Clyde or some fucking body, shut the fuck up, alright, um, it's not snitching, um, but, you know, uh, the other thing was, I guess people was trying to call him soft, or call him a bitch, because he was breaking down, and I'm like, look, I have, I've not been, have I been armed robbery? Uh, I've been shot at, but I've not, I don't think, let me think, let me think, let me think, I've been robbed, I've been like, chain snatched, and a couple times, actually, but I ain't never, I'm just, now I don't want to lie, let me think, because I done been through some shit, uh, I do not believe I have ever been arm robbed, is that correct, let me think, my dad's store got stuck up one time, but I wasn't working that day, um, you would think I would remember this, but the 80s was wild, bro, the 80s and 90s was wild, I'm trying to remember if I ever got, I don't think I've ever been arm robbed, no, but, I have been chain snatched, and I have been in situations where guns were pulled, and this is way before the military, I'm not even talking about that shit, I'm talking about like when I was a kid, guns were pulled, people had guns, um, situations jumped off, popped off, uh, shot at, stuff like that, like regular crack era shit, so, and I, you know, I know what that feels like, so, you know, people like to talk a lot of shit, but, my experience after with the military and everything, let me tell you, I don't care how big and how bad and how, you know, armed you are, somebody puts a gun to your face or to your head or just in your direction, it is not a good feeling. It's horrifying, it's it's terrifying because it just is, like bullets don't, like, you know, they pull a trigger and, and you shot, and so, and that's, and I experienced that as being a trained and armed and, and you know, even have superior firepower myself, but like, yo, this nigga's really shooting at Damon trying to kill me, it's, it's stressful, so, you know, I don't hold it against anybody who just a regular Joe Schmo, you know, out here trying to make a living, get a gun point to your head, that shit is traumatic, that shit is traumatic, and like he said, like, his uncle just died, he thought about his mom, and like, what would've happened if they would've killed him, like, you don't, this is the thing, when a person coming to rob you, like, you don't know that they just trying to rob you, or they're not gonna keep people crazy, I, yeah, I watch ID, I, maybe y'all do too, or y'all read the news, or whatever, like, people crazy, people will kill you over anything, over the dumbest shit, so, somebody come to put a, a, a gun to your head, that's not a small thing, so, and I mean, it had just happened, it's fresh, and let me tell you about PTSD, man, and I don't know, I mean, I'm not diagnosing him with that, but it's kind of a similar thing, but basically what it is, is when you go through enough stressful situations, like, at your body just, like, your body absorbs that, and you might not at the time react, like, you might, because you got, for whatever reason, like, oh, I gotta play it cool, or, you know, whatever, like, you go on the shock, whatever, you don't react at the time, but your body remembers that trauma, and it's gotta come out, and so it comes out, at, like, even to this day, like, I've had counseling and all that, but I cannot, I get very antsy, and just not, I just don't like to be in crowds, like, I have Times Square, anything where people are just around me, coming up behind me, bumping me, it's all kind of fucking situations and shit going on, like, you know, I don't like it, it makes me very uncomfortable, I, I just get, I get antsy, I don't like it, I like to get, I like to, I usually try to get to where, I don't like being in, like, the middle, where it's like, something go, like, where I'm gonna go, I like to either be on the edge, where I'm not gonna dip out real quick, or let me get my back up against a wall, so I know, you know, okay, all the, all the sensory, you know, stuff is coming from one direction, not all directions, it's, it's traumatic, and, 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 and I've, you know, had a lot, and it's been a long time, and again, I've not had a gun point to my head, so, that man got up there and got choked up and, and was upset about it, like, I don't know how you could laugh at that, like, let somebody put a gun to your head and you don't know what's gonna happen, that shit is traumatic, bro, like, trust me, trust me, as somebody who has gotten shot at, not a gun to my head, but been got shot at with intention, with bad intentions, and had to shoot back, that shit is traumatic, and that's when that you train and got all kind of handguns, and that's what you there for, and everything, so, 
I, that's whack. Like, leave that. Like, it's, you know, if he want to break down, he's fresh off getting a, a gun stuck in his face. Like, who are you? Like, what are you talking about? Like, shut the fuck up. Like, y'all swear everything is a fucking movie. Like, that shit is traumatic. So, you know, leave the man alone. And today I heard that they actually caught, he said two people, um, stuck him up and they caught the people today, I guess. Um, but they caught three people and, and he said it was two. So, you know, hopefully those are the guys that did it. But like, you niggas kill me because it's like, I know you ain't never been in no situation where your life is in danger. I know nobody ever shot at you. I know nobody ever even threatened you and y'all be the main ones talking shit. And, and, and I know, I know if it ever happened to you, you piss yourself because I've been to Afghanistan and Iraq and you never know. You never know how people carry stuff. The biggest, hardest, like, oh, he agree. you think that be the nigga that go Rambo? Them be the main niggas curled up in the ball crying. And it be like somebody little 55-year-old soccer grandmom that'll come across, the t- you know, come across the table with her, with her firearm drawn like, bitch, don't try me. You know what I mean? It's like you never, I'm telling you, you never know. Or like some little 110-pound chick, like, yo, the, the ones that you think, be the hardest, don't always be, you never know how a person is going to react in that situation to that situation comes, and that's part of the, re- that's why the military and the special forces and marines, that's why we train so much, because we train to the point where it's automatic, you don't think, you don't have time to stress, you don't have time to be afraid, you just go, because you've done it so much that it's like an athlete, muscle motor motor memory, you shot that shot so much that it don't matter, they could be pushing you out of bounds, and your body is going to know just the position and make that shot because you do it so much. That's why the military and marine train the way they do because it ha- you want it to be automatic. You don't want to think about it. Like you want to you want to do what you need to do in the moment and then and then compress decompress later. And that's what PTSD is. PTSD is the later. People don't, you know, when you in that situation, you ain't got time for stress, you ain't got time to be scared, you ain't got time for none of that. You just gotta go icy and get it. Bow, 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 boom, drop him, drop him, go. Whatever you gotta do. Throw that grenade, blow up, let's go, let's get out, go, 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 go. And when you and then and then once you get out and you get clear, that's when the shock wear and it's like, yo, and that's when all the adrenaline kicks in and you like, yo, fuck, yo, shit. And that's what PTSD is. That's what PTSD is, cause you you know, you do that enough. And your body remind, remembers and stores it up. And you walking down the street minding your business, you hear a loud noise and you diving on the ground. Like, what the fuck? Because your body is a reaction. So, you know, now, I don't know. I, some of the stuff, like PTSD is a real thing. But some of the stuff people be doing that get to, uh, subscribe to PTSD, I, you know, I, 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 I don't know. And I know they say people can get PTSD from, you know, simple things, but I, I don't know, I think it's like autism, I think it's get it's getting over-prescribed, yeah, like getting a gun to your head, yeah, you can get people, but some people like, oh, you know, she got pushed down, she has PT, I don't, I, I, from what I know of it, it gotta be something that's very, it's either something that's sustained over a long period of time, or something that's very traumatic, like a rape, or like a gun to your head, or like a, you know, something like that, something that's very traumatic, but some of this shit, and, and again, PTSD is just like everything else, just cause you have PTSD, that don't cause you to shoot up, you know, the post office, nothing like that, that's, it's other things involved with that, cause I got that shit, I know a lot of people got it, I don't shoot nothing up, you gotta recognize it in yourself, and you know, do the little stuff they tell you to do, and I mean, it gets better over time, like, I'm a lot better now than I was before, but I still don't like crowds, um, I still do little things, like, people, my friends laugh, but like, even walking down the street, like, I just little, I'm always looking around at all, like, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not in a war zone, but, like, I always keep my head on a swivel, just, I, I can't not do it, it's just out of instinct, cause <clears throat> sorry, you we had to, anything can come from anywhere, I always scan, so, when we you in Afghanistan, or wherever you at, mainly Afghanistan, cause it's less land or it's less, it's not, um, it's not like, Iraq is built up with cities and stuff Afghanistan is not, and so when you scan, you do this thing called, like, a, a you break the scan up, so one person will do like short, like within 50 yards, let's say, another person will do medium, and the other person will do far out, because everybody, you can't, you know, like you can't, in other words, have every every area covered, if all, if I know all I gotta do is scan 300 yards out to see if it's a sniper or somebody out there that we need to be careful, I can just watch that, and, and I don't have to worry about what's close, because somebody else is watching what's close, I do that, still in the city when I'm walking, I'll, I always have my stare like a certain 
amount and anything within it, I notice. I hate when people walk up on my elbow, like Harlem niggas, Harlem, white people in Harlem love to walk up super close behind you. Y'all gonna get shot doing that one day. I'm not the nigga to carry a gun, but it's some niggas that got blades and guns in Harlem. And y'all walk up too close on people. Don't walk up on somebody, somebody blind spot on their right, on their left. Somebody gonna fuck one of y'all up. Y'all love doing that shit. Y'all love being way too close to people. Cut that shit out. All right. I don't like that. Um, the other, well, no, not the other day. It was a while ago. Like I was walking to the store. I was walking, just going to the store, and this car like was pulling up, probably just to pull up to double park, minding his business, but it was like pulling up slow, and I'm go, I just look, I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I, and I know, I found myself, like, later I realized, as I'm looking, I'm taking, so I'm left-handed, so I was in country, I wore my, my, um, my, my nine on my left-hand side, I had, we had other weapons too, but my main one was on my side, and I noticed that, as I'm watching this car pull up slow, and the car, the car is just, minding his business, it's just poor <laughs> pulling up, so I don't know if it's looking for somebody trying to double park or whatever, it was minding his business but I'm looking at this car and I'm as I'm doing it, I noticed when I got in the store I'm sliding my hand down and like pull for my, pull for my weapon that's not even there, and I'm like oh, he kind of like caught myself doing it like you fucking weirdo, but I, I do it, like I just do it when cars pull, when I notice cars pull up I notice people standing, you know people be minding their business, just might just be standing I always notice and my friend, you know, I probably look, if you see, if you watch me, I probably look crazy, because I'm just always looking, but I, I cannot not do it, and I mean, people do that anyway, some people do just that street smarts, you know, you're always looking behind you, watching, you know, natural shit, but I do that shit, like, way, I do it, like, unnecessary, you know, we be in a restaurant, and I'm always like, oh, this is a nigga about to pull a rifle out of his back, which, I mean, it ain't so crazy with all these shootings nowadays, you really need to be woke, but... I just, I can't, I can't not do it, is the thing, like, I can't ever not do it, I notice when I'm doing it, I'll be like, alright, chill, 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 and I'll chill for like two seconds, then somebody come through the door, and I'll be like, oh, what, oh, okay, oh, alright, cool, 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 he's sitting down, alright, no problem, no problem, and then I'll go back to what I'm doing, right, like, I can't help it, so, yeah, Safari, I, I, you know, I'm glad they caught him, I'm glad you didn't get hurt, but, um, I, I'm not gonna make fun of you, bro, because I, I trust me. I know how you feel, and that shit was fresh. And you said your uncle just got killed, and you thought about your family and all that. So, yo, it ain't no shame in that shit. Like, until you had a gun pointed to your head with some niggas trying to rob you, and you don't know if they're gonna leave you for dead or not, hey, you should probably shut the fuck up. Um. So, moving on from that, and I really did not mean to talk about that PTSD stuff that long, but again. I ain't playing this joint out, and I'm trying to get y'all to an hour, which I still might not, but that helped out. All right. Um, so let's move on. I want to say this for last. So Tyrone, the financial aid thief at Howard. <laughs> Dog, y'all, I missed y'all clowning that dude all day because I was stressing at work, but apparently y'all was clowning that dude all day, and I saw, like, the memes later. But, like, and I... I didn't even really, not, I'm not, so y'all know the the forever waging HBCU versus PWI battle. I'm not trying to get in that, but it just, I went to Cornell and then I transferred to Maryland, right? Two huge schools, a lot of money, this whole, well, yeah, Maryland had a lot of money, but I, because I was in the um, military, I got my in-state tuition, which was like $6,000, like no money. Like Cornell was like, uh, what was my tuition? a lot, I can't remember, like, a lot of money, right, um, but, like, the idea that you could, like, exhaust financial aid, I didn't believe the story at first, because I've never heard of that, like, I never heard that you could, like, every school I've ever went to has either had scholarships, and then, and if you're an athlete, they give you grants, but even if you're not an athlete, like, they have scholarships, they have endowments, it's all kind of shit, it's always money, so, I didn't even really know you could exhaust financial aid, so when I first saw the story, I was like, what? So then I read it, and I'm like, yo, this dude is stealing people's financial aid, are you serious? And then denying people, like, sorry, all the financial aid is out, but this dude is is, is posing on Instagram with people's financial aid money, like, the nerve, the gall, and it really just, it really just upset me and my homegirl, because it's like, yo, dude, like, how you, how do you steal 
financial aid, like money that people need to be able to get an education. Like, like I don't from I don't know a whole lot about PWIs, but I know a lot of people went there. I mean, sorry, HBCUs, but I know a lot of people that went there. From what I understand, like unless you go to even when you go to like the bigger schools or the more I don't know branded schools, money is tight. So, I mean, I can't imagine being a student or whatever, trying to get my degree and can't go to school because, you know, I need that extra 25 whatever it is, $100. And you telling me you the funds are exhausted. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know. I, that's, that's crazy to me. Like, that would never happen to any school I went to. Like, you, they would just find the money. So that's the first thing that threw me off. But the second thing is like, and because you're stealing it, because you're stealing the financial aid, and I didn't even understand how it could occur, so I've read the story, and what and what I read, and I don't know if this is accurate, because there's been a lot of stories, and apparently the dude then gave mad interviews, that's how you know he's fucking guilty, because, nigga, you accused the fraud, the last thing you need to be doing is doing interviews, you need to get a motherfucking lawyer, and, and, and shut the fuck up, but um, what I read was, and I also didn't understand this either, because we have, so he said he worked in the, he was a student, he's in law school now, he works in financial aid, which is a work-study job. So at my school, at Cornell, I didn't do, I paid for Maryland. At Cornell, work-study is a part of your financial aid if you want it. So you go take a job, doing work-study, you earn your money, and that's a part of your aid. So you don't get tuition um, reimbursement. You only get tuition reimbursement. My friend Khalil that I went to school with, his mom worked at Cornell um, Medical College here in the city. So he got his tuition free. So he went to, he got in Cornell, he got the tuition and he got it reimbursed, but that's because his mom worked as a full-time employee. Working as work study and financial aid, I don't know how you get reimbursed. But the story I read said that he got his tuition reimbursed because he worked there, but he was still getting the financial, he was still getting the Pell Grant, so he basically, he was filling out his paperwork as fast as or whatever for aid, and he was getting the aid, and keeping it, but he didn't really need it because he was getting reimbursed for his tuition through the school. How that happens, I don't know. Clearly it was more than, six people were arrested, clearly it was more than Tyrone, because Tyrone can't do that by himself. Somebody gotta know that, oh, we're reimbursing him and also dis- dispersing dispersing Pell Grants to him, right? Somebody has to know that shit. So, um, clearly there's more involved than him, but that don't mean he wasn't involved, and you cannot tell me that that nigga was taking money and did not know, I mean, I, listen, I'm not a scammer, I said this on Twitter, I've done my shenanigans, I've done some stuff, we not gonna mention it here, but one thing that I never really fucked with, because, first of all, I just, I, I don't, if I can't figure out, even to this day, if I can't make sense of what, what, if I can't figure out what it is you're doing, I usually don't want a part of it, so, investments, whatever it is, if you can't explain it to me, like, a lot of people try to make, like, things are difficult, but most things are not difficult, most things are very simple, even, like, these, these, like, big investments, yeah, they sound complicated, but not really, you're either loaning money, or you're, um, you're either paying for something, you're buying something, you're loaning something, you're financing something, you're licensing something, it's, what you're doing is basic, it might be, it might be several layers to it, and it might be different ways you're doing it, but you're either loaning, you're either buying something, selling something, you're loaning something, or you're financing something, which basically means you're, you're providing the money, right, if you can't, if I can't understand, basically, I don't need to know all the details, but if I can't understand basically what you're doing, like with option, like with this shit that crashed the economy, if you have anybody try to tell you what occurred, they can't, if they, unless they're gonna tell you basically we were lying and we were um, overpricing shit and we were stealing, that makes sense, when they try to explain it to you for the scam, it doesn't make any sense, so financial, a lot of financial scams, nobody, like the credit card scams, nobody could ever explain it to me to how they weren't gonna get caught, basically, okay, so I never fucked with shit, I don't fuck with shit where there's a paper trail, I don't fuck with shit where you gotta sign your name, I don't fuck with shit where there's ways they could trace it, and if it's money, you signing, you doing fraudulent credit card transactions, you can sign a different name, a different handwriting, sooner enough they gonna catch you, so I never did scams, not, that was not my thing, and it was for reasons like this, because you always get caught, and, you know, it's just, when you're dealing with money, it's always a trail, so, you know, I don't know how, how, I mean, I I, I can't explain it, I just don't know how these people thought that they were going to take federal money, because Pell Grants are federal, federal money, and that's what I read, and that shit, 
that's fucking fraud against the government, nigga. You was in trouble. And I just don't understand how people do things like that and think they're gonna get away with it. Like, dog, and just spending it. Like, at least, like, <laughs> okay. You got your tuition reimbursed. You ain't got no tuition expenses. Fine. Like, pay it, pay it for, buy your books, you know, get your little rent, save your money, something. I don't know. Like, I mean, you was gonna get caught either way because it's government money, and pretty soon the government gonna figure out, hey, wait a minute. Um, this either in your taxes, it's gonna be a way they're gonna figure you out. That's why I don't fuck with scams. It ain't, it's just no way. It's no way. I worked in financial crimes. I did money laundering. I know all the little ways. And and it's just you get caught because there's a trail. It's like you think you slick, but you're not really slick. You try to set up the shell company. Niggas know about shell companies. As soon as they see that shit, they already they they, they red flags is already up if they good. So yeah, but um. I just, I just can't believe the gall. Like, I mean, this nigga was like posing. He got a this picture that y'all tweeted all day. This nigga's jumping in the air with like his toes pointed and some fucking loafers and a yellow shirt. I don't know if Tyrone is gay. I, if I had to guess, I would say he was. He had another picture with this horrible late ass your grandma on Easter fur coat. Um, the, the dude was just, just on Twitter, just and on Instagram, and just, just doing the most. So. Yeah, I, like, I don't even know what to say about y'all new scammers, like, y'all just so, I know, like, corner boys that got more sense than y'all, like, listen, I came up in the 80s and the 90s in the dope game, like, you know, niggas was low, niggas was low, like, I ain't gonna, you know, I, again, I never sold crack, but I was, crack, let's just say, I was crack selling adjacent, and, you know, I seen, I knew dude. like, again, I know dudes that, I went to school with dudes, I mean, my dad was a player, but that was before my time, like, he was, like, in the 60s and 70s back then, before I was born, 50s too, maybe, I don't know, um, but I went to school with drug kingpins, like, dudes that's in jail for life now, or dead, or just, like, got out of the game, but, like, that's how it was back then, like, it's, I know it sounds crazy, like, y'all youngins, it sounds crazy, y'all, but, like, I went to school, I went to high school, and elementary school, with drug kingpins, like, J- um, JBM, which is Junior Black Mafia, like, kingpins, like, but we went to school together, cause, back then, you were low, because niggas knew, yo, if I'm 16 years old, I can't just be on the corner and benzes and chains and shit, cops gonna go by, like, wait a minute, what this nigga do to get all this money, he gotta be doing something illegal, so, they would drive the hoopties, that's where the name hoopty came from, from d- drug dealers, they wouldn't get the, they would have a fancy car, maybe they kept it out of town, like, they go to Miami, whatever, but around the way, they just drove a little hoopty. they, you know, the, if you was real good, you ain't keep a cut, like, make your cut a little, you know, keep your hair a little fucked up, like, Ricky Ross used to do that, Ricky Ross used to look a mess, he used to always be in sweatpants and t-shirt, and forever the cops did not know who he was, had to get a snitch to point him out, that's how you do it you be low, you don't be flashy like you look like, you know, a bum dude that's how they did it, then you know, when it really got crazy I say around 87 88, maybe 86 when it was just really crazy then niggas really started flaunting and flashing and that's when you saw the gold and how the rappers used to dress with the suits and the gold and all that that's when you start seeing all that and niggas really start getting flashy with it and that's also when niggas start going to jail but prior to that like from like I say 83 to like 85 86 86 87 I think is when it really I was, I was in middle school that's when it really started really started you know being crazy with it like New Jack City with it um it was low niggas was low, niggas kept it low when it started getting like that, that's when we had New Jack City, and then, you know, then it was the war on, then here we come with the cops and the war on crack, and the next thing you know, everybody was in jail for 20, 25 years, and niggas started being crazy with it, shooting out in the middle of the street and just not even being slick with it, going to the car dealership, all the, all the money, I told y'all I do financial crimes, I did all the money laundering laws that we have now, as far as like cash deposits and all that came from that time, because back then you could go on a, you can go on a car dealership with a bag full of money, buy Mercedes Benz here go 100, here go 100k they, they instituted those rules so that, that they would have to report so the cops would know, hey, you know some dude came in to pay the bundle and that's how they got on you, but they had to pass those rules back in the early 80s, well the um the money laundering rules, I think they came in like the 76 from the cocaine cartels, but it wasn't as expansive, it wasn't like um as like comprehensive as it is now, cause you know back then I remember everything was cash 
everything was cash. So Nathopo used to always have cash, and they'd go in and whatever, do what, like, sell out his little package or whatever for the day, be like, yo, I'll be right back, come back right <laughs> later, and got a Benz that he just paid 30 grand, or however, back then, I don't know how much a Benz cost, 40, 30, 40 grand, a lot of money, cash for, and like, yo, let's go ride, and you go ride the nigga shit, and it wasn't nothing, he had the title, he bought it regular, cops pull him over, he got insurance, he got registration, so, you know, um, but now it's like y'all just y'all just jump out the window with the theft and y'all post y'all shit on the Instagram and all that. It's crazy. I don't get y'all. Like I don't, and I definitely don't understand how you steal nobody financial aid. Like that's crazy. And I and this dude giving an interview like he's doing all the wrong shit. But probably what'll happen is like again somebody in that school, some administrator, somebody you don't get. You're not getting Pell grants dispersed to you by yourself. Somebody knows that they're dispersing those Pell grants for you, and they probably gotta know they reimbursing your tuition because they reimburse, there gotta be some paperwork with that like, you don't just automatically get, you gotta file something to get your tuition reimbursed and you also have to file something, fill out a FAFSA and sign checks for Pell Grant so somebody knew that this was going on besides just him, but ain't no way in the world I think that dude, that dude is trying to play like he was a victim and you know, they was trying to come for him like dog, dog, you, 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 you took that money, so it might, you know it's at the job I have now, we always say, look, all we have to do is advise them of the policy. We don't care if they read it or not because it's not a defense to say, well, I didn't read and I wasn't aware of it. All we, we gave it to you. This is the law. We're notifying you of it. Whether you knew it or not doesn't really matter to us. So, yeah. But um, Tyrone, you was bugging, but you had you, you provided laughs that day, bro, because we ain't – I mean, it ain't been a lot. Twitter used to be a lot of jokes all the time. We still have jokes, but since, I feel like since Trump won, it's been less and less jokes. It's mainly like, oh my God, oh my God, what the fuck this nigga done did now? Oh, look at this nigga that did, like, daily, right? But when we could get a good running jokes going, and that day, that shit was funny. Um, people was like, um, somebody, did, somebody did a mix. Somebody was like, you know how you do, like, they showed him, he had a picture where he was squatting, and they were like, what's this um, name of this mixtape? And somebody said, if you're reading this, there's no aid, dog. <laughs> yo, I laughed at that shit for hours, because like, yo, <laughs> if you're reading this, there's no aid. That nigga was squatting. <laughs> that shit was funny. Um, then I guess the Howard students took the went to, to the financial aid office playing bitch better have my money. And, um, you know, I don't know what that's supposed to accomplish, but I, you know, I know when they left out of there, that fucking lobby was covered in shea butter and loose locks. Them niggas was in there swag surfing and everything. Like, I don't know. Y'all new kids, y'all, I'm, y'all X, Y, Z, whatever y'all are. I don't get y'all. Like, I, I, I get social media and I like my selfies in my film too, but y'all really think going somewhere with y'all phone is doing something. Like, y'all really think that's, like, activism because y'all somewhere with a phone. Like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> okay. Um, y'all need to be calling the fucking uh, president and finding out what the fuck, um, you know, what the fuck happened with your shit. Um, and I don't know what showing up in the lobby, swag surfing the Rihanna gonna do, but she shouted y'all out anyway. Um, yeah, shout out to Rihanna, by the way. Um, she posted Vanderpump Rules a day where she was laughing from bed. Her laugh, I love her laugh. Her laugh is like real, real. Like it's not a let me be cute type laugh. It's like a real laugh. Um, I love it. Um, what else? Um, Atlanta Monsters over. I'm trying to. What's another um podcast I listen to? I, I haven't really got. Oh no, 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 Felonious Florida. Somebody sent me um the link to Felonious Florida. There's only two episodes on now. The first one was uh actually. No, it's been two. Yeah, it's about some case that's kind of related to the OJ case. It's interesting. I mean, it's Florida. Y'all know all the bullshit to go into Florida, so if you want to listen to that. Um, but I haven't added any new ones yet. Um, I'm waiting for my spring shows to start. I'm waiting for Queen of the South. I don't know. It usually starts around May or June, so I'm waiting for that to come back. Um, what else? I feel like it's something else that uh, should have came on. I quit watching... The Walking Dead. Uh, what am I watching? I don't know. It's like that in between time. Oh, the Americans. I was like, what is it? The Americans are back. Actually, it comes on tonight. Um, I know, like a lot of people. I don't really see that being chatted about on Twitter. The Americans and, and Fargo. It's like two of the best shows on TV that none of y'all watch. Um, this is the last season, so this would be a good time to watch, go back and, and and watch it and then go back. But like the Americans is really really good and it's really pertinent now with this Russian shit. Um, Homeland has been good too. Um, 
I, I just can't believe how I, they write that show like I guess months ago like they don't write it live it's showtime so they and just how close to real life they got it is 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 crazy like it really is so um yeah, I'm trying to think what I ain't nothing, that's ain't nothing else on like most waiting for the oh um I got the real the true OG a last OG I got that DVR I'm gonna watch that today um I bet that's gonna be good um all right so. All right, we close to an hour, and I haven't hit Genghis Kicks yet. That's good, because I really ain't got no Genghis Kicks for y'all. I got one pair of Cortez I'll put up, and there's a pair of KDs I'll put up, too. Um, the, um, I got to check. I got to do my research and see what's coming out. They got some Air Maxes, but I'm tired of posting them Air Maxes for y'all, because they basically just the same shoe in different colorways, and I feel like y'all can fucking figure that shit out for yourselves. The Air Max 98s, which I really don't like that much. The Air Max 97s, which I really don't like that much. Um... Then they got these um, Vapor Vapor Max Pluses coming out in all these different colors. I don't really like them. Uh, maybe I'll put them up because I know people do. I'll put a pair up. I don't really like them. And I don't know what the fuck Nike is doing with these goddamn <sighs> Remix Air Jordan. Like, they just, ugh, this is horrible. And these fucking high top Air Jordans. I don't know what the fuck y'all doing with this shit. But um, I'm not putting none of it up. It's on the sneakers app. Y'all can go look. Shit look crazy. It looked like they're trying to capture the um, Rihanna Fenty Puma joint, but no, it ain't it. Um, yeah, some Cortezes I'll put up. The KD and um, like a turquoise, which I like, I'll put up. Um, but I got to, I'm sorry, I got to research this week. Oh, and there's some um, Vapor Maxes coming out. The um, Ablo, I say Ablo, apparently it's Ablo, I don't know, but whatever. I still ain't got them and I probably won't get them. Um, but they got some Vapor Maxes coming out. Um, or out. They sold out already. Yeah, so I'll put those Cortezes up. I'm trying to think what else. I'll, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't really, I didn't have time to look this week. I'll, but I know the release calendar is coming soon. I know the um, fours are coming back. Are they getting re-released? The fours with the Nike Air on the back. If you care about that, I really don't. I have the ones with Jordan on the back. Same difference to me. Um, well, the black ones I got with the Nike Air, the other ones I got with the Jordan, I don't really care, same shoe, but if you care, it's coming back out, um, and I'll look, I'll research what's coming up, like, um, for May, June, July, I know some stuff gonna be coming out, um, yeah, alright, so, that's this episode, uh, episode, I don't know if I said before, is it episode 143? I think so, um, this is, uh, I'm Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. The, um, Gmail is thanks for asking podcasts at gmail.com. Send me y'all emails, y'all suggestions, y'all questions. Y'all want to respond to anything I'm saying. Go ahead. Um, follow me on Twitter at thanks underscore for asking without the G please. Some of y'all have, but like my disparity is still really large. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, please just follow me over there. Just cause help a nigga out. Um, rate me, like me. Thank you. I don't know what. I don't know, I like doing this I don't know, hopefully it'll go somewhere but either way, like me, rate me appreciate you um what's the title gonna be it's gonna be real hard for me to find the title this week cause usually I have an idea cause I mapped it out so I have an idea of what I might wanna call it and then I like it might change during the, during the middle but today um, I don't know so as usual I will, y'all will see the title when I post it all right, thanks for listening, y'all. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get it together next week, all right? Uh, see y'all later. Peace.